Hello and welcome to the Vorthos cast, a very special announcement day episode. We need those old-timey news beepy reels like news reel announcement. Uh yeah, special news episode. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about first up Battle Bond. Um we got two preview cards from that and a couple pieces of art and previews are going to be starting on Monday. Do you want to talk about the cards, Andrew? Yeah, so like like all good sets and good magic cards, this is a really good blend of flavor and mechanics. So there are going to be 11 pairs of legendary creatures that all have partner with each other. We talked a little bit about, uh, in a past episode, about like a, a tag team mechanic. This is it. So we got revealed Peer, Imaginative Rascal, and Toothy, Imaginary Friend. Peer is a, a green human, and Toothy is a blue illusion. So if you cast one of them, you or your teammate can go find the other one in their deck, uh, so they can fight as a pair. They have stuff that refer all their abilities refer to your teammates. So it's perfect for two-headed giant. Really captures that gameplay flavor of a of a tag team kind of wrestling match. Very colorful, very exciting. Piers really young though. This kid's probably like shouldn't be in a pit fight, but whatever. I don't make the rules on Kylum. Yeah. <laughs> we saw one of the arts at the bottom of Gavin Verhey's preview article, bringing up the question whether these are to the death. It is a woman hanging on from the edge of a piece of rock, it seems like, over a whole bunch of lava, which might not be the best environment to have a kid fighting in, but... That's okay. Pierce's parents signed a waiver. Um, next up, we had the Global Series Planeswalkers revealed. Yeah, we got a... Uh... Mu Yanling, who is a mono blue planeswalker, whose abilities focus on drawing cards and forcing damage through. And we got Zhang Yanggu, who is a mono green planeswalker and whose abilities are about buffing your creatures and summoning his little pet dog Mo Wu, who is a 3 3. <laughs> but he's so bouncy and happy with his little tongue out. It's great. And I saw some speculation, maybe unconfirmed, maybe confirmed, that Mowu would be, or was, the dog that was on the back of the red envelopes that they gave around during the Lunar New Year. Yes, that was a China-only promotion thing. It was on treasure tokens, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, Mowu was on the back of those, which is super cute. We'll find an image. So these are two characters that are going to appear in the Global Series Planeswalker deck. So each one is going to have a 60-card deck with some cards rooted in Chinese mythology and culture. We also got some information from Michael Yichao, who's no longer with Wizards, but this is a project that he pretty much led and did a lot of work on, that these are real Planeswalkers from a real plane, and that makes them legitimate characters to appear uh, sometime in the future of Magic Story, should wizards want to. So it'll be interesting to me if we ever visit their home plane, or if they appear in a future set. Um, I think this is a cool type of product to introduce these kinds of characters in, um, without having to tie them to a block story. Yeah, it's perfect. It's an exciting new style of product, I think, for Vorthoses. I also hope that they do get their Planeswalker biography up on the Mothership website. 
because we have Tybalt up there. Tybalt literally <laughs> doesn't have a story appearance outside of his little origin blurb that isn't even Tybalt technically has a story. Tybalt done nothing. Yeah, he, he has ignited and then went away. But by far the biggest piece of news we had today was the announcement of a Ravnica not block. It's not, because all the sets are drafted individually. Yeah, but for all intents and purposes, we have three Ravnica sets. It's feel like a block. Yeah, three Ravnica sets coming right after one another. So we have first up Guilds of Ravnica, which will be featuring the Selesnya, the Boros, the Golgari, the Izzet, and the Demir. That's going to be this fall set, or I guess this... Uh... It is the set right after Core 2019. Yes. Yes. And then after Guilds of Ravnica, we have Ravnica Allegiance which has the Azorius, the Rakdos, the Gruul, the Simic, and the Orzhov, Orzhov, whichever way it's pronounced. So if you are around for the Return to Ravnica block, this is so- kind of similar to what they did, where they had Return to Ravnica drafted on its own as the fall set, and then the next set was Gatecrash drafted on its own with the other five guilds. So they're kind of reusing that general structure to give us all ten guilds in a way that isn't too stuffed like Dragon's Maze. We got some concept art shown, though, for new clothing redesigns for some of the guilds. Yeah. And uh, some of the environmental concept art by Titus Lunter. It is set in a fall environment, um, a fall season. Confirms Ravnica has seasons for what that's worth. Yes. Um, I'm excited for for more autumn looks to things. Yeah. It's something we don't get in fantasy art a lot, which is uh, a shame, because falls really beautiful in temperate climates. So one of the things I really like about Innistrad is that we get to see fall there. It's also kind of dreary and glum. Yeah, you have to be wondering why they would want that environment as the build-up for the Bolas encounter <clears throat> on Ravnica. Uh, oh, oh, does does Nicol Bolas have plans on, on Ravnica? I think he might have a few. Because we have a third set yes. in Ravnica. Unnamed currently. But the third set is currently speculated to be a Bolas showdown set. It would also be the perfect place to throw non-guild-aligned things, like individual characters that are ungilded or not heavily gilded, um, Yeva and Fibblethip. Ugin also, since Ugin was kind of, you know, saved from the brink of death on Tarkir, and Bolas is still unaware of his life. <laughs> Bolas is still unaware that Ugin is alive, is the short way of putting it. It brings up a discussion of whether this is being built up to be the Gatewatch victory against Bolas. It is also Ugin's surprise appearance, though, assumingly. So you have to wonder what balance that would strike and what role Ugin plays there when he was on bad terms with the Gatewatch, as far as we last knew, and what role the Gatewatch are playing in defeating Bolas. So yeah, it's going to be an action-packed, not block, but three sets set on Ravnica for the next year. Final thoughts? Let's talk about those redesigns. I'm I'm a huge Simic fan. They talked about uh, working in kind of a lab coat aesthetic with the Simic. So they have, have these like draping banners down the front of their outfits that kind of look like the long parts of an open lab coat. Uh, there was also a page with Simic super soldiers. One of them had, like, big, beefy reptilian arms, and another had an extra set of, like, crab claws. They look really awesome, and, and a lot a lot more subdued than previous genetic modifications in the guild. Yeah. 
which was neat. I do like the Demir redesign. It's kind of minor in its form. It's also a pleasure to actually see Don Mirren there. We have yeah. seen her name on artist credits for forever, and I've never actually gotten to see an interview with her. So it was cool to get her input on how they visually redesigned these guilds. Yeah, but yeah, it's very cool. Um, the Demir in particular look very secretive, and I think fit. But like, like to go back to the autumn thing. The Deemer, like, look more autumn-y. It's going to be colder and clammier, and they have, like, these jackets and are kind of bundled up a bit. I I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be evolving the looks of the familiar while pushing them into kind of a more seasonal aesthetic. Um, Very excited. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Magic is going to be exciting. Um, Whether you love Ravnica or this is your first foray into the city plane, it's going to be cool, cool, cool. And Simic is the best. Thank you. I will throw the digitally accessible versions of Ravnica set or Ravnica mainly focused books into the comments of this episode so that you guys can feel free to check those out. There's close to a dozen of them that you can just browse through, including comics and novels that were produced over the last decade plus. So feel free to dive into Ravnica before we actually get there. Jay's not here in this episode, but he is going to have a, a Ravnica summary series on MTG Salvation up shortly. As for the Vorthos cast, we are going to do deep dives into Ravnican history at some point. Probably not soon, probably much closer to when Guilds of Ravnica is going to be released. So We've still got Battlebond and M2019 to go through. Yeah, we, we, got, we, got a, we don't even know anything about core 2019 yet so we we got a lot of time before we do deep dives into ravnica which gives you plenty of time if you would like to read all the old novels and stories on your own so sounds good yeah well this has been the vorthos cast thank you very much for listening